Last preseason game coming up and injury updates next on Locked On. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Brandon Scott, again with my guy, the real Ed Oliver. Thank you for making Lockdown Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts. And today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.net is the number one source for football betting info this season. So let's get into it. Injury updates. Now, right now, Bradley Bill will be playing Friday at New York. Now, KP is questionable because of his ankle. And I don't know if they want to push him to play, so we'll see. Uh, Denny is doubtful. He did participate in 5-on-5 today, but he is still doubtful. Obviously, Kispert is out 4-6. to And Vernon Carey Jr. today was unfortunately in a car accident and has concussion-like symptoms. So what do you think, Ed? It's a lot to unpack, man. I mean, Vernon Carey, goodness, I'm happy he's okay. Um, they said it was, like you said, they said it was a minor car accident. Um, they described the accident as minor, but he is in concussion protocol. Um, the Wizards have been through a lot, man. We've got, you know, Brad with health and safety protocols, Corey Kisper with an ankle injury, Denny, you know, revealing that he was, you know, taking pills to fight through the pain during Eurobasket uh, with his groin injury, Porzingis with a turn ankle, but he's going to be fine. Um, so, yeah, the Wizards have been through a lot. So far through this preseason, so I'm happy to hear that Vernon Carey is okay and he, he's doing well. Um, Bradley Bill, that's great news that he's going to play tomorrow. I'm happy to hear that. I do want to see him get some reps. And I was looking at some other team schedules. They have had other teams have played more preseason games. Like I was looking at the Thunder, and they they played like four. They played five preseason games, if I'm not mistaken. The Grizzlies, have, yeah, the Thunder have played five so far. And the I mean, I'm sorry, the Thunder have played five preseason games so far, and the Thunder played a night at eight o'clock. So um, a couple of teams have already played uh, a good amount of preseason games. Like the Miami Heat have played five so far. Uh, okay, like I said, OKC's played five. The Lakers have played five. Portland's played five. Um, and the Wizards only get four. So I, I actually think the Wizards could have used more preseason games. I think Bradley Bill definitely could have used some more reps with Porzingis to get some more chemistry going and, and work on that duo. Um, you know, Johnny Davis, I think he could have used some more preseason games to get his feet wet out there and develop. Uh, same thing with some of the young guys. I think this is kind of it's kind of unfair for them. Like Quentin Jackson's not going to get a lot of opportunities. Jordan Goodwin, we're not going to be able to see a lot of guys uh, because there's just not a lot of preseason games. And I know you don't want to see too much stock in preseason, but um, just looking at other guys, the Charlotte Hornets have played five preseason games. The Hornets have lost all five of their preseason games. The Bucks have played five preseason games. They lost all five of their preseason games. And the Wizards are just getting to preseason game four. And I know they went to Japan, so I get it. You know, they, they want to, you know, because of a long travel time or whatnot, but I do think the Wizards missed out on some on some chemistry playing these games um, and getting more opportunities to play together before the season starts against opponents and not just in training camp. So um, Denny is doubtful, like you said, progressed to five on five today, and you know not panicking about the news, but it is it is concerning, you know, that he had to take pills. And I know players play through injuries; he's playing for his country. I get it; is a once in a lifetime experience, but. I don't know how Tommy Shepard felt about that. I don't know how, how much he, he knew about that information about Denny fighting through that. And I don't know if Tommy would have signed off on that, knowing that his guy, his ninth pick from 2020 
that they're really investing in that, of course, they have money tied to contractually had to do that. You know, would he would if Tommy would have known that, would he have been like, hey, my guy needs to sit after this injury? So um, it, but I mean, like I said, I don't want to I don't want to overreact or panic because, you know, Denny, it sounds like he's going to be back for game one. But that is something like, hey, may, maybe he could have made this worse than what it then than you know what it is right now. Like like we talked about with Curtis Samuel from the Commanders, he was out for a whole year. So what if what if the groin injury would have got even worse um, than than what happened? You know, so you, you just don't know. I'll tell you, the haters so real. They're even shortening his preseason games. <laughs> <I> mean, <laughs> you know, so you know, like you said, I think they you know they could benefit from getting at least one more game. I think mm-hmm. the injuries, you know, guys are starting to come back. So this is a pivotal time to kind of get that chemistry rolling. Because like I said, previous episode, you know, the more chemistry that KP and Bill and Kuz can get together, the better it is for this team. Because you want your core, you know, if anybody on the team, you want your core to have that chemistry, you know, and all pieces will follow. So, yeah, I think they should, you know, they could have definitely benefited. But when it comes to the injuries, you know, Denny and his situation is – I think it's a situation that he's definitely going to have to have a conversation with Tommy, <laughs> so, you know, and it really is unfortunate for him to be in that position. And like I said, I'm not going to beat a dead horse. You know, I made it known that I am one of those people to think that their option, their, their availability in playing in FIBA and even to a certain degree, the Olympics, I, I know national pride, I get it. But I think as a business, as, if I'm the owner, if I'm Ted Leonsis, you know, my players are an investment and I just, you know, you see injuries all the time with overseas play. I just I think that needs to be curved. That's just my piece. I'm gonna roll with it. But you know, Denny, you know, hey, he's he's got a little short list of injuries throughout his career so far. And that's another thing I'm gonna look at is you know, you know, maybe he needs to stay home with these overseas trips. He, he's need to focus on getting his body right because you know he's had his share of injuries. So you know, I think I'm ready for him to come back, but definitely take the time. I don't want to see them rush him. Um, I think we're in good hands. Rui has played well at the three. I think Barton is a good candidate to play the three, and you have Kuz. So there's no need to rush him. So that's where I stand. Definitely, yeah, there's no need to rush, but it's a big year for him. We're expecting him to make a leap. Um, this is the year before his contract year. This Rui's contract year this year. So just the evaluation process, we do want to see more from Denny. Um, and we heard big things like working with Drew Hanlon, and we both like what we saw in Eurobasket. So we wanted to translate to on the court, and um, just that developmental process, like you said, you know, the he had the ankle injury. It was it was a really gruesome in- injury he had his rookie season, so he didn't get an off season. Then he didn't get a full off season year before because of health and safety protocols. His rookie season. Um, so yeah, this is this is his first real off season, and um, you know, once again, there's a mind, there's a setback with him playing. You know, he missed out on an opportunity to start to compete really for the starting spot. He he's not really getting a chance because you know he's not there. So. Um, it, it, it's something to definitely keep an eye on. Absolutely, absolutely. But before we move on, today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. BetOnline.net is your number one source for football betting info this season. Find all of the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth articles and analysis on every game you can find. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sport wagering information, the live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, boxing, and even golf. Head to BetOnline.net or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. So as you guys know, or should know, Friday night at New York, Madison Square Garden, 7.30. We, our last preseason game is against the Knicks. So if today was 
Friday, what is your starting five? Uh, starting five tonight. Um, uh, I think I think what Wes is going to do, he's going to of course go with Monte and Brad and and um, Will Barton, and then at the four coups, and then at the five Porzingis. If Porzingis is out, then Gas going to start. Yeah, I agree. You know, I thought about it, especially at the three position. Obviously, Bill would start uh, Morris, but three. You know, I think that you can see either one. I think Rui has done enough to start see what he can do this last preseason game but you know if we're getting if we're gearing up towards the regular season you want to get you want the lineup to kind of imitate what you're going to roll out there on you know game one so i would see probably barton starting at the three but obviously coos and uh kp so yeah i agree totally with it um we're going to move into keys to victory what are your three keys to victory uh tomorrow um i know it's preseason but what I'm looking for in the keys is obviously defense, um, get some deflections. I know last year we got some bad blood with the Knicks and Tom Thibodeau because in preseason they were like pressing hard. They kept their starters in like the whole game and the Wizards, but their third string guys or not third string, it was like their backups. It was like Gaff, Denny. Uh, There's some other guys that were developing that they put in there. I want to say they put Shackle in there last year. I may be wrong about that, but I know they put some young guys in there um, that were de- Corey Kisper. They put some rookies and some guys that were developing for sure. I think Isaiah Todd. I may be wrong, but I know it was the younger guys. Like, they sat down Brad. They sat down um, some of the vets like Coos and guys like that. But, no, um, Thibodeau, who we know is a tough coach, he's a guy that plays his guys to the end of the game. We saw what happened with Derrick Rose back when he had his ACL injury under Tom Thibodeau with the Bulls. Um, he's a guy that is, he's a tough-minded coach, and he will play his starters until the end. And it can be a detriment for, for, for Tom Thibodeau. Like I said, it hurt with Derrick Rose. But he was really pressing it. Julius Randle hit a game-winner. So I still have a bad taste in my mouth from that. So I, I actually want the Wizards. I'm, I'm looking for the Wizards to win. Usually preseason, I'm just about development. You know, I, I'm not really caring about the score. I just, I'm looking for effort and defense. Last transition defense, they got to get back. Mitchell Robinson can run the floor. Julius Randle can run the floor. Uh, Jericho Sims from the Knicks, too. They got some guys like R.J. Barrett. He likes to run. Um, the Knicks have revamped their roster, like Jalen Brunson. Um, they played the Pacers. The last game, Benedict Matherin went crazy against the Pacers. He had 27. Um, so, yeah, my keys are really just developmental for the rookies and the young guys. I want to see what the young guys do, like Jordan Goodwin, Quentin Jackson. Um, unfortunately, Kerry's going to not play. So, Isaiah Todd didn't play last game, so I want to see what he does. Uh, but getting back on defense, for me, it's not even on the offensive side of the ball. It's really just defense, defense, defense. Um, they got to get back, man. Gaffer's got to do a better job of getting back. Uh, Porzingis, if he plays, he's got to do a better job of getting back on the all, all everybody, not just the bigs, but everybody, because it was ridiculous. It was inexcusable. Nick Richards, Mark Williams, Plumley, all those guys, all their baskets were just way too easy. And I thought we got out rebounded as well. So, really, for me, it's just on the defensive uh, deflections, rebounding, and getting they need to sprint back on defense. I completely agree. I think defense should be the key emphasis in that next preseason game, especially transition defense. It was horrible. I mean, you had bigs that were out running our guys. I mean, if we can't outrun a center, what are we doing? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know, so defense has to be the key emphasis, in my opinion. Um, Also, uh, I want to see the three-point shooting improve. I know it has been mm-hmm. good. I want to keep it rolling. I want this momentum to go into the, the regular season. Like I said, you know, we've, we said it before. Three-point shooting was a big detriment to this team last season. So if we can go into the regular season hot at three, I'm telling you, we could start relatively fast. I mean, because if you look at the schedule, I mean, Indiana, 
yes, it's a measuring stick game, but I think it's a winnable game for this team. Mm-hmm. And I think New York is. In New York, I think that's the emphasis I want to place on this game is that the Knicks is a is a measuring stick. This is they the are. type, you know what I mean? This mm-hmm. is the type of teams that we have to beat if we want to emerge up to to sixth, maybe fifth spot. We have to beat teams like the Knicks. So I think that this is a very important game. Yes, it's preseason. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of preseason, but <laughs> preseason does have its importance. And it's, you know, so, you know, I'm definitely want to see us really try to win this game. I don't want them to lax. You know, I want to really see some effort tonight. Mm-hmm. No, I'm with you. Um, I think like you, you the, and now that's that's my biggest concern is three point shooting for this team. Um, they struggled with that last year. I think they brought in some better shooters like Barton and and um, Monte Morris. They're better three point shooters, and Rui shot the ball really well last year. Porzingis is a is a solid. He's a threat from the three point line, but I do want to see him knock down threes. Ball movement, of course. I want to see the ball move. Uh, I do want to see Monte Morris shoot the ball better. He was zero for eight, but he did impact the game in other ways. Uh, but yeah, ball movement, and if, if Porzingis does play, I'd, I'd want to see the offense run through him. Even if Brad is out there, I still want to see it run through him, and I want to see him get to the get to the paint a little bit more. And uh, of course, you know, I want to see how healthy Brad looks as well. But as you as you as li- I also, it is a measuring stick because they are they're in that same range as us in the playing range. The Knicks are, you know, they're projected to be in the playing or out of the playing. Same thing with us; we're projected to be like that eighth, ninth, tenth. 11 seed is us, the Hornets, and the Knicks. We're all in that same range, and this is a measuring state. The Knicks play hard. They do. They play hard. Emmanuel quickly, Obi Toppin is super athletic. They're a team that they play hard. Uh, Cam Reddish is playing a lot in preseason, too, so they do play hard. Yeah, I think it's going to be a very competitive game. You know, I've always had a lot of respect for Thibodeau. You know, he's a defensive-minded coach. So I think this would be the perfect measure stick for Wes. Because, look, his forte mm-hmm. is defense. So, you know, hey, this is the type of matchups that, you know, last season, Wes got out coached. So this is a big kind of measuring stick for him to kind of go. I mean, the best, you don't know how where you are unless you go against the best. And like I said, Thibodeau's always been a defensive-minded guy. So, you know, in ways he can imitate him as far as a defensive-minded head coach in the NBA. But like mm-hmm. you said, you know, three-point shooter, I want to see it roll. Um, I want to see the effort. I want, I want a win. You know, it's preseason, but I want to win because – Look, these are the games we have to win. These are the games we have to win if we are serious about not being a play-in. You know, I'm mm. just—I don't want my team to be a play-in. It, it just—you <laughs> know—it's like adding an extra step to help people get to the playoffs. I'm just—I just—I don't like it. I, I'd rather just get our spot outright. That's just my mentality behind the play-in. You know, you do what you got to do, but <laughs> I'm not a fan. So, um, we brought up Clinton Jackson and Gordon Goodwin, as you know. Two-way spot is up for grabs. If you had to choose, who would you give it to? This is a tough one. Um, they're both playing really well. And, of course, I have to see um, tomorrow night. Friday night is going to be big. Um, but I think the Wizards already made their decision, too. Um, Jordan, I mean, um, Quinn Jackson, he just hasn't played a lot of minutes with this team. I, I haven't been able to see training camp or practices or anything like that. But I think Jordan Goodwin, he showed really well. Um, in the summer league, and he showed well in um, the preseason game as well. Now, Quint, like I said, Quinn Jackson just hasn't gotten a lot of opportunities or minutes. Jordan Goodwin played with the G League team last year too. He's one of the top scorers for the G League team. So, he, like I said, he's just gotten more, he's got more experience and more opportunities. Um, I feel like he can be, you know, he can have that Jose Alvarado role from the Pelicans, the guy that was elevated 
or he can be like, you know, how the Heat have brought up guys from their developmental program, like Gabe Vincent and uh, Max Struess, all those guys that, you know, were undrafted guys. And I would love for the Wizards to do that. They had Gary Payton the second. They they developed Gary Payton the second. Of course, he left and went to the Warriors and won a championship. So I don't want to let talent walk out the door. I think Jordan Goodwin definitely could be a guy that's a bulldog defender, great rebounder for his size, can facilitate, can facilitate the ball. And um, he's, he's a good point guard as well. Um, keeps his head up and his eyes up looking for people. Uh, but I I really like Quentin Jackson, man. We talked about that dunk. Even though it didn't count, this guy is electric and athletic. He does remind me of Jordan McRae, Jordy, Jordy McBuckets. He reminds me of Jordan Crawford, too. Just a microwave score that can come off the bench. Real skinny, real wiry, real lean, athletic. Got some wiggle to him. Great isolation game. Can knock down the three. Um, he plays with confidence, man. And I talked about him coming out of Texas A&M. They beat Auburn. They had Jabari Smith a top five pick for the Rockets. They beat them in the SEC tournament, and the guy who was leading that team was Quentin Jackson. So a lot of people don't know about him, you know, even because he was undrafted. So, uh, But I, I would lean towards Jordan Goodwin right now, but I really like Quentin Jackson a lot. I think he can help this team, if not this year, then next year. I'm going to take the easy way out. I totally agree. I think they're going to go with Goodwin, but I I want to see Jackson in this organization. I think I do he, too. he's a high upside player. I mean, his energy. <laughs> I mean, like I said, that was the greatest dunk that never even <laughs> You know, I mean, he's got some spring to him. So mm-hmm. I, I want to see him stay within the organization because, I mean, I caught a go-go game last season. They had a good team last year. I mean, there's a lot of talent with this team. And, and like I said, Gary Payton, you know, we developed him. I, you know, we, we get hit for not mentioning Todd a lot. So I'm mm-hmm. going I'm I'm to go ahead and name right. Todd. You know, Todd, he, he's a big upside guy. You know, mm-hmm. he's a guy who played four, he played center. You know, his, he's got a nice jumper. You know, he just needs that playing time and that development. But I would love to see within the next couple of years, Isaiah Todd having an impact on this team. Mm-hmm. And again, Vernon Carey. That's another name from, you know, the go-go. Vernon Carey showed out in, in preseason. You know, he's mm-hmm. not the most flashy big, but he's got a, a mid-range. You know, he can rebound. So I'm, I'm definitely intrigued. But so, like I said, I would love Quentin Jackson to stay in his organization. Mm-hmm. So, but we can go ahead. I think, I think, like you said, I think, and then we'll, we'll get to Victor Oladipo lastly, yeah. and we'll probably wrap up. But I think, like you said, I think he has the higher upside than Jordan Goodwin. I think he, he's just – I think he's a better isolation and offensive player, and he, that athleticism is something that the Wizards don't. They need that. And I like it. You convinced me too, actually. I, probably, I, I, want, I just want to see one more game. I need Quentin Jackson. That's why I really wish they had a fifth preseason game so they could just let the young guys play and battle it out. Um, but I the, – the, because Brad needs time to play, but at the same time, these young guys need time to play too. Like you said, Isaiah Todd didn't get any minutes. Shackle didn't play last game. And that, that's unfortunate. These guys, they need reps, man. Johnny Davis, he needs reps. He needs development. You know, so I really wish they had a fifth game, but it is what it is. And I'm not going to overreact to preseason. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned Johnny Davis because mm-hmm. he's going to have to step it up this game. I, I want to see him, you know, progress. You know, we've got right. the first basket now. Let's, you know what I mean? Like, let's go. I, I love his energy. I, I think that Johnny will be okay. But, I mean, there's no bigger stage in Madison Square Garden. Hey, mm-hmm. Mecca. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, I want to see him show out. But, go ahead and move on. Um, There was an article that said that Victor Oladipo was offered a start position on his team and declined to rejoin the Miami Heat. What do you think about that? Um, yeah, so yeah, they're saying he spurned Washington to return to Miami free agency. I think, I think honestly, it was for the better. 
for the Wizards because I think we need a, a natural point guard, which is Monte Morris and DeLon Wright. For John, he's not a point guard. He can play point guard, but he's a combo guard, and we've been through that last year. I do think he's better than the guy that we brought in as a combo guard last year that we, we try to make him a point guard, but he was really a combo guard. Um, and Victor Aladipo, he's coming off injuries. He did look healthy. He looked good defensively against the Sixers. Like, he was really taking the ball away from James Harden. He was a huge um, X factor for them on the defense side of the ball. Now, he did struggle to shoot the three and score. Sometimes it does look like he lost his athleticism because of the injury. And I think, you know, having Monte Morris, a guy who's healthy, who can facilitate, who who's coming and knowing his role, I think that's the better fit next to Bradley Bill. So talent-wise, Victor Oladipo, he has the bigger name. He may be more talented. He may be the better defender. But I just think fit-wise, Monte Morris is the better fit. But I I would have welcomed Victor. I would have welcomed the homecoming from Victor Oladipo. He would have been probably on a mid-level exception deal for like you basically with DeLon Wright got like nine and a half million. It probably would have been something like that, maybe even cheaper. Um, so, you know, we'll see how he plays with the heat. Um, but I, I would have loved to have Victor in DC. I, I would not have been against it, but like I said, I think fit wise, um, I think that would have worked out. So, and uh, the, the word they use is spurned. I think any way they can be negative with the wizards, they can say they could have just said, Oh, Victor chose the heat. They didn't have to say, Oh, Victor spurned. Uh, the Wizards for a starting role. He probably would have been the starting point guard um, because obviously Brad would have been the two and then Victor would have been the one. And then I don't, I don't know if they still would have traded for Will Barton after bringing in Vic in. Uh, actually, I think, I think they, I think they traded, they made the trade before free. So I'm sorry. Yeah. They trade. I want to say they made the trade before free agency officially started. Um, if I'm not mistaken, I got to look yeah, it up, yeah. but yeah. So I guess it would have been Vic at the one, Brad at the two, Will the three, the three. Who's at the four and then um, Zing is at the five. I know they try to get all old English with his sperms, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I was a little intrigued, not at the one. I thought he could have been a candidate for maybe the small forward because he's played that too in the past. And, you know, he's got the length and he's got the athleticism and the defense to play the three, I thought. But, you know, again, it's it's not – it wasn't a good fit. I, he's not a natural point guard. He's one of those guys where they try – to morph him into, you know, a two guard who can play point, but no, he's naturally a scorer like Bill. So it just wouldn't fit, but uh, you know, again, a local guy, you know, you, you like to see local guys come back and play, you know, unfortunately mm -hmm. KD will probably never come back and play. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it is what it is, but before mm -hmm. we move on Thursday night football, Washington commanders are at <laughs> Chicago. What's what's the score? What you got? Uh, I have us losing 17-14, um, or it could be a tie 13-13, kind of like what some of the guys on NFL Network said. I could see I could see an ugly game. I really, I could see a 13-13 tie, but I'm going to say 17-14 Bears. I hate to say that. Um, I'm happy William Jackson requested a trade. And like you said, with the Wizards trying to make a shooting guard play point guard, kind of like what they're trying to do with Johnny Davis. But um, like, I, I, got, I got the Bears. I, I, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, I've got 17-10. Uh, commanders winning the game, and I got okay. Ron Robinson two touchdowns. I think they're gonna unleash him tonight. And you look at that pass rush for Chicago, it ain't looking too pretty, you mm -hmm. know. So, I think it, it's gonna be an ugly game, uh, but I think Wentz is gonna have a better game, you know. Uh, you know, I'm very hesitant saying that, <laughs> but <laughs> you know, if you look at it at secondary for Chicago, it kind of makes us look pretty good. I mean, they, they're, they had a lot of issues too, so I think Wentz gets his confidence back. I'm still not too optimistic overall, but it is what it is. But, again, everybody, thank you for tuning in today. 
And a sponsor today was Flex Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview. Thanks again for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Now, for your second listen, go check out the Ultimate Pro Basketball Preview 2022, a six-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NBA season. The local team experts and the NBA insiders of the Locked On Podcast Network and Odyssey all combined into one Ultimate NBA Preview. Search for Ultimate Pro NBA Preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcast. And please follow me and my guy, The Real Ed Oliver, on Twitter. They are below. And like and subscribe if you love our content. Again, thank you and have a good one. Peace.